0: What would we do, baby, without us? Hello, and welcome to episode two of Alex P. Keaton is My Friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and tonight we'll be talking about episode two of Family Ties titled Not With My Sister You Don't. Uh, this episode aired on the 29th of September in 1982. And uh, tonight with me as my special guest host for this episode, I have the lovely and talented Mrs. Janelle Vecchio.
1: Hello. I'm so happy to be on your second episode, husband.
0: Well, I appreciate you joining me here um on on the couch, as it were. Um
1: It is. We are Literally on a couch where
0: we watched Family Ties just moments ago.
1: Yeah, I always like lay on the um, long couch. You sit in the lazy boy. We like talk back to each other.
0: It's pretty great.
1: Witty repartee.
0: (laughs) Now, you um, for those that don't know, you and I co-host another show. Tell us about that briefly. We
1: do. Um, we are your hosts of the Mandarian Orange Show. Um, it is a podcast about everything under the sun. We talk about marriage, children, religion, movies, TV shows. Vacation. Vacation. All kinds teaching. of good stuff.
0: Yeah, all kinds of good stuff.
1: Um, yeah, so just a little bit of everything. Come check it out. If you enjoy our witty repartee, maybe you'll enjoy the witty <laughs> repartee on the Mandarin Orange Show.
0: Now, uh, briefly, if you could tell us a little bit about your history with Family Ties. When did you first start watching it? What were you doing in 1982? Give us your story.
1: Well, um, I actually watched Family Ties um, in completion. Now, of course, in the 80s, you didn't have like, if you miss an episode, you can go back and see it. But I watched it from start to finish.
0: So in 1982, you were what four? Yeah, not even. Yeah, a little over four. I
1: um, when this aired, I, I uh, lived in Germany, West Germany at the time. Uh, my stepdad was in the army, and he was stationed there. And I remember um, watching it there. I don't know, like if it aired in Germany or being on a military base. We got American channels. I don't remember how it worked. I was four, but I do remember watching it there and i remember coming back to the states um and it aired on wednesday nights and i i know that um my dad would take me on tuesdays or wednesdays and i remember watching it with him um a lot of shows at the time growing pains who's the boss um, those were a little later they're a little later but um alf those are shorts what's that oh small wonder
0: Yeah, I used to watch that one. these
1: were all shows that I would watch with my dad on whatever night he had me for the week. And um, I think that most of the jokes went right over my head.
0: I'm sure that they did.
1: Um, But I did, of course, love Alex B. Heaton. Had a crush on him. Um, Probably my first crush, um, as it was for many... Girls my age, <laughs> and um, I just loved um, the family dynamic because um, it reminded me of how the American family like should be. And I, I mean, I grew up in a different family. I grew up, you know, my dad took me on a couple nights a week, and you know, my parents were divorced when I was very young. So I just remember, like, oh my gosh, I love their lives, and I want to aspire to be that type of family when I grow up.
0: Wow. So So now you watch it like to the end. Like, do you yeah. remember watching it when you're older? You would have been like, like ten when the series ended. Yeah. I, watched the
1: um, I watched it all the way through. I watched it. Yeah, I watched it all the way through. I remember really being invested in Alex's love interests. It was like my first um you know my first like investment in a romantic mm. um storyline and as many young girls do, you know, they they kinda like cling to that.
0: Now see so. I see on the opposite side I always had a crush on Mallory, as many young men of my age did.
1: Yes, Mallory is But then she,
0: like, got – Then, like, there was always the – And we'll get to this, obviously, later in the show. But Skippy and Mm -hmm. Nick and, like, those relationships. And that was always stressful for me. Yeah. You know. So, I I can relate to that. Yeah. It's it's different for me, but yeah.
1: So, I was really, like – Really liked the first, you know, celebrity gossip I got into was that um Alex, Michael J. Fox, marries one of his love interests That's right. in real life. That's right. Which is still his wife today. And um I remember following that in, like, the, you know, gossip mags. Yeah, I am one of those people that watched it when it originally aired in totality
0: so somewhere on the other side of the world then i was watching it actually i probably didn't start watching it till later yeah into it like because i don't know but while you were watching it at your dad's house was
1: like my stepdad was really on the cutting edge of anything like pop culture and anything cool um i remember he like i mean we watched A team, we watched MASH.
0: We watched A team. I mean, come on, everybody watched A team.
1: uh, But then, like, he had a vinyl collection. I know, Michael W.
0: Smith vinyl, right?
1: Run out and buy, like, the first. I mean, like, he he introduced me to a lot of pop cultural icons. Cool.
0: Well, let's get down to uh, talking about this episode here. This is episode two again, not without. Oh man, I keep saying it wrong,
1: yeah, it is a you're thinking of the movie, not, not without, without my daughter, my daughter. <laughs>
0: yeah, it is that's totally where is I was that going there,, feel? which also ages me a little <laughs> bit there, not with my sister, you don't all right, all right, so give us your uh this is your chance to give us a summary what happens in this episode in case our listeners uh did not get a chance to watch it. Give us a quick rundown,
1: all right, so um. The characters' names I'm going to need help with. I'm all horrible. Right. So, Alex. Not Alex. Mallory. But the parents' names oh, are. Oh, Stephen and Elise. Okay. So, Stephen and Elise um, are. Stephen. Stephen. Sorry. It. Yes, we want to be accurate right. here. Stephen and Elise are leaving all the kids home for the first time um, for the weekend. So, they can go back to the place they honeymooned with another couple. Which I thought was a little weird.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, I get that they met them on their honeymoon, but they, like, hung out enough that they...
1: They're, like... And they do this, like, yearly.
0: Yeah. Like, I remember on our honeymoon... We did meet a couple at the Luau. do you remember that? Yeah,
1: they were hilarious from New York.
0: Yeah, but like it was more like we secretly videotaped because we wanted to remember their great accents. Exactly. Not that we wanted to like, come back and like visit them again. Went
1: and like hung out with them and like made a re- like a reunion every year, right? Um, and they- for one thing, they went. They go to this cabin where. You share the cabin with another couple?
0: See, I was wondering about that too. I think I think the way it worked is when they originally stayed there, they had their own cabins and they because there was like activities, it was okay. like a resort. They met each other doing the activities and right. now they come back and share a cabin on their I, I, I'm assuming. I, hope so. I don't think on their honeymoon they share one. so. Could you imagine
1: walking into your resort hotel on your honeymoon and they go, "Okay, you'll be staying with this couple?"
0: Yeah, that would be just not cool. Yeah. Although in this episode there is some uh, shenanigans going on in the shared hotel, so Yes, the which they
1: talked about later.
0: A little racy. Um
1: but anyways, so they are leaving the kids at home for the first time. Um as soon as they leave, the kids throw a party.
0: Classic uh, trope.
1: Classic you know, although this is like an early so,
0: version of yeah. it, I mean, you know,
1: um, I mean, there it's quite a shindig. Um, one of Alex's friends is a little,
0: his name's Eric, Eric, Eric He's Morrison, a little,
1: Um, bit of a player, we'll say,
0: there's more than that, but yes.
1: Um, and he likes to put the moves on the ladies. And Mallory is very interested. Makes um, Alex introduce them. Well, fu- suddenly Mallory and Eric are gone, nowhere to be found.
0: Well, wasn't there something about like Eric said, like he, his signal when he was gonna like hit on the girl? Well,
1: I have the direct quote. Oh, okay, could if yeah, you it's good? Good. Let's it. be accurate here. Okay, he says to, um, to Alex. When you hear that horn, oh, you know, I'm on the prowl.
0: Man. And so then, when like he, when Mallory disappears, he hears the horn go. He hears
1: the horn go. So he
0: knows, like, this guy is taking off with his sister now. So
1: he starts freaking out. Uh, meanwhile, they cut back to the rustic um, adult camp where they have spelling bees.
0: Yeah, apparently, like, all their activities are um, some really – But I'm also wondering, like, how much of that are they setting up? Or is that, like, the resort that's doing I that? don't
1: know either because there's this really weird relationship between the best friend couple that comes, which they met on their honeymoon.
0: And they're real, their husbands are super competitive. They're super
1: competitive. So why would you be super competitive with a couple you met on your honeymoon? Like – I understand if you, like, went to high school and had, like, an athletic, you know, thing going, but why would you have this on your honeymoon? It I don't know. It was kind of It was confusing. definitely an
0: odd, like, um, I mean, maybe it's just from a time that we don't know. Maybe, like, couples used to meet on honeymoons and hang out. I don't know. You know, there was a Friends episode where, like, remember when uh, Monica and Chandler go on their honeymoon? They meet a couple they meet up with? yeah. So, either that's a thing that really happens or they are just taking, like, out of the playbook from Family Ties and they're looking for old sitcom tropes. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Um, But anyways, the wives at the camp are getting annoyed with the husbands because they just keep trying to outdo each other. um, Even over the size of the room, who gets the bigger room? It's quite ridiculous. Um, Then cut back to the party. Um, Alex kicks everyone out because his sister's missing. Um, he's very stressed about it. Jennifer tries to, um, calm him down. Um, but he's just not being calmed. And then Alex has to go into dad mode because, you know, Jennifer is having a hard time. She has a tummy ache. She's up late. Um, and they have some, you know communication and like
0: a sweet talk where he makes a joke about an orgy.
1: Oh, yes, he does make a joke about an orgy and Jennifer said, "What's an orgy?" and he says, "Don't ask."
0: Yeah, again like a, kind of some shockingly like racy stuff. Racy
1: stuff for 1982. For definitely. 1982, yeah. Um I also thought it was funny because he um Jennifer asked him to rub her belly Counterclockwise so she can go to sleep and then um sing a torch song.
0: Yes, which we'll get to. We'll get
1: to that. But anyways, he rubs her belly for literally a half a second and she's like asleep.
0: Yeah, he's like, la, 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 and then she's asleep.
1: Yeah. That's pretty good. It was it was a classic, you know, yeah, T V. We're thing. we're on she falls TV here. In a half second. Um
0: Man you got it. I wish you guys could see this. Janelle's notes are extremely thorough for this episode. I like that.
1: Well, no problem. I am a teacher, so you know, I believe in good note taking <laughs> um so back to the um adult camp um now all these scenes are taking place in their cabin because right. of course, we can't see the competitions. This is an early show, episode two. we're on a set. So it costs too much money. But it turns out that finally enough is enough. The wives are done. Um, They get in a big fight. Um, Not like so much with each other, but with their wives.
0: With their spouses.
1: And they talk about how you're a different person around – like ron is his name ron yeah ron and why is that and you know of course he he realizes it right away and understands and changes his way steven does Yeah, yeah steven does they don't really fight about it um and then right at that second um ron comes out and says like i've already done it once like
0: Yeah, that's one trying to
1: compete. That they were having mommy and daddy time in the room.
0: Yeah, pretty racy. Also,
1: really risque. Cut back to the house, the Keaton house. Um, Mallory comes home. Um, Alex goes on to full-on father mode. Um, They have a really good, like, feminist debate. Yeah, where Mallory is like, I feel like, um much more intelligent than she is the rest of the series. like Yeah, in she, she definitely said. goes
0: on to be pretty ditzy, but she has some moments of insight.
1: But this one was, like, very well played out. She has some great arguments about, like, you know, if, if the roles were reversed, you wouldn't be doing this. And, um, of course, Alex has some funny comebacks for of that. Of course. That's what he does. Um, but anyways, then the creep... Eric. Eric comes back and um, tries to offer her flowers. And she didn't let Alex know that she shut him down last night, but um, she did. She was having none of that. He um, he tried to force himself on her,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, and she beat him up, and he's got bruises, um, and she threw him out the door. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it leaves with him saying, oh, hey, I'm going to go talk to two more girls. Yeah, I I'm going to
1: go, you know, force myself on two other girls, too. And that's played as a joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the family comes home. The parents come home. All is well. Hug it out.
0: All right, that was the most thorough summary that I've had yet.
1: I like to do. I'm the second one. It's
0: a good summary and thorough.
1: Get get thorough summaries. All right, well,
0: um, let's uh let's talk about the guest stars. We're gonna jump into this here. This is our guest star parade. Okay, there's just a few uh, guest stars here. We're gonna mention real quickly here. Um, first one, Eric Morrison. You wanted me to look him up. The creeper. That uh, hits on Mallory. Um, He's played by Lee Montgomery. Um, He was in a lot of stuff up until, like, the late 80s. And then he stopped doing um, acting, went on other things. But a couple notable things. His first movie role ever was in Disney movie Million Dollar Duck. I don't know if you remember that one or not. I do
1: remember that. They played
0: it on Disney Channel and stuff. Okay.
1: I did watch Disney Channel. Like, I didn't really watch anything else for a while, except Family Ties and Disney and Channel. And Disney Channel.
0: Uh, th- we're, we're in the same boat there, although yes. A-Team was in there also. Yes. Um. And then one of his later credits was he was in Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Sarah Jessica Parker. Interestingly
1: enough, I didn't see Girls Just Want to Have Fun until my freshman year of college. Really? At a girls' sleepover. Wow. Like for our floor. And um, I do remember seeing him in that.
0: So, not a lot of other big stuff from him. Um, This one is just kind of a random one that I came across. The girl who can't remember Alex's name.
1: Oh, yeah. There's a girl who keeps calling Alex. um, Like Albert or something? Albert. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, At the party. He's still into her anyway because she's pretty um i don't even know if it gives a name she just credited as a girl in the in the credits but her uh, she's played by an actress named betsy russell who actually went on and she's the ex-wife of the killer in all the saw movies apparently like all of That's them so like random. seven saw movies yeah um, I've never seen any of those, but I thought that was kind of a random connection so, there. Totally random. Um, so that's fun. Then um the wife of the 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 couple the honeymoon couple that they meet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um her name is Brooke Alderson. Uh her character is Suzanne Davis. Um, she does return in another episode as Suzanne Davis. They're in one other oh, okay. episode together. Um she's been she was in just a few things, not a whole lot. Um, but the biggest thing that like mostly like bit parts here and there. Yeah. Um, her one other like starring role was in a short-lived sitcom in 1983 um called Condo, which ran for 13 episodes. And okay. the uh the description just cracked me up on okay. IMDb, so I'm okay. just gonna read it real quick. Um it says a white family, the Kirk Ridges, and a Hispanic family, the Montoyas, move into con- <laughs> move into condominium units next to each other. They have trouble getting along with each other. Things get funnier when the Kirkridge's son falls in love with the Montoya's daughter and they decide to have a baby.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And that went for 13 episodes. <laughs> and she was like one of the love main... love to check out that I show. would, too. I would, too. Um, and then finally, uh, Jay Tarsus, who played Ron Davis, the, the husband of the couple there. Yeah. Um, first of all, he's written a lot of stuff. He's actually okay, done a lot of writing. Okay. He's acting too, but a couple interesting ones. Uh, he wrote two Muppet movies, Muppets Take Manhattan and The Great Muppet Caper.
1: I like those movies. Great Muppet
0: Caper is my favorite of the Muppet yeah. movies. Um Go and then Jay. he also wrote, I just thought this was totally random, and then this is gonna be like totally obscure for most people probably, but he wrote a movie called Up the Academy. Never which heard of it. It's famous for. It's the only movie before like Mad TV and all that stuff came out, it's the only like licensed thing Mad ever did. They actually tried out doing movies they had a it was mad magazine presents up the academy hmm. and it was so like poorly received and stuff they wound up kind of striking their name from it and stuff well, um, so
1: he, so everybody has a
0: so yeah i mean for every has
1: a no hit
0: except that i mean to me like it's a fascinating a part flop. of pop culture history you know and um you know it's, it's mad magazine but yeah it, it was not what everyone expected from a magazine that you know did like fart jokes and stuff, right? Um, So then, as far as acting goes, again he appears in another episode of Family Ties
1: as the same character. As the same
0: character, yeah. Okay. The, the, their couple comes well, back I'm again. Glad
1: they're still friends with all the stress Went in the episode. Yes. I didn't know if they would like withstand it.
0: Um, Then two other interesting things. One, he was in a recurring character on the Duck Factory, which was Jim Carrey's TV show, okay. where he like he's an animator on a the duck cartoon. Interesting. Um, so that was kind of funny. But then finally, this is like a big trivia moment as well. He actually plays, three years later, after this episode, he played Coach Finstock in Teen Wolf alongside Michael J. Fox. Alex yeah. Keaton himself. Yeah. So he actually reprised uh, that. Well, although they never acted in a scene together in this show.
1: They did in Teen but Wolf. But they were
0: in Teen Wolf. So there you go. A little Very fun cool. trivia.
1: Sha la la la.
0: All right, let's talk about some music here um, in the episode. We had a couple interesting uh music things here. So first of all, uh when we first watched this episode, we watched it with my brother Matt who was uh, the guest host last time, and um he pointed out the music at the party. What do you think about the party music?
1: He um yeah, he said it was like like just he thought it was placed later.
0: It might be. I went and compared, I actually watched like on YouTube some people like transferred from older cuts and stuff, and it seems like it's the same.
1: I felt like it was the same.
0: I think it was like a canned music, obviously, but well, from and, back then.
1: And he was saying, like Matt was saying, oh, because look, you are dancing fast and it's a slow song. Well, that's because when they shot the episode, they just told them to dance. There was no music right. playing and they just
0: right. put that's, it that's in later. Because when they're shooting a live show yeah. in front of an audience, they can't have the music on. So exactly. I think that's what that is. It is it's definitely a generic like dance song or whatever. It's not um, you know. But yeah. but yes, I believe that's what that is. Um but then we come to the interesting spot here. So you mentioned earlier Jennifer uh, when she was trying to go to sleep, she says, um, she, Alex doesn't know any songs. He says, the only song I know is the Star Spangled Banner. And she says, oh, any old torch song will do.
1: Yeah. And we were and like,
0: immediately we were like, what? what is that? And is that a thing that a kid would know?
1: And can I just bring up the fact that she says, sing me a song. And he goes, I only know the Star Spangled Banner. And she says, don't sing that because I'll have to stand up. She's all seeing something else. He's all, I don't know any other song. Like, really, Alex P. Keaton? (laughs) You know no other song. You're a high school boy. (laughs) That's true. Isn't that a little weird? That's a little odd. But.
0: That he wouldn't even know, like, Old MacDonald had a farm uh, or something. Yeah, like,
1: anything. That's all he knew. So, well, and it's then because he's to such a patriotic,
0: song. like, that's the joke, you know.
1: I know, but it doesn't work.
0: All right. <laughs> well, anyway, all of us looked at each other when we were watching it and we're like, what is a torch song? <laughs> yeah. So I looked it up, according to Wikipedia, a torch song is a sentimental love song, typically one in which the singer laments an unrequited or lost love, either where one party is oblivious to the existence of the other, where one party has moved on, or where a romantic affair has affected the relationship.
1: Hmm. That's a big definition.
0: Well, it's funny because, I mean, part of it, obviously, is she's the precocious, cute kid who knows who's wise beyond her years and stuff.
1: Obviously, in everything she says
0: but um i just think it's funny that that's that was the i don't know maybe everyone back then knew about torch songs maybe but i kind of think that one was i don't know uh the song that he sings interestingly enough he just sings like one little snippet as he mentioned before she falls asleep but it was one for my baby by frank sinatra
1: i was wondering what it was cuz i had no idea
0: i didn't either but so i got he enough knows of the lyric
1: no other songs but he can pull out some frank sinatra
0: yeah, any old torch song will do. I don't know. So apparently, torch songs are a thing that you know, even if you don't know other songs.
1: Exactly. All right.
0: Well, we we caught him in that one.
1: Exactly. Sha la la la.
0: Any other jokes? There's a couple other jokes that um, for our explained that joke that we mm-hmm. need to talk about. The torch songs is obviously a big one. Right. Um. Another one. I don't know. Like, I guess depending on how old our listeners are, this may be like a super obvious, like no duh but i have a feeling it might be worth mentioning uh because jennifer another one she's giving um alex com- advice on how to communicate with mallory and she said i heard that on donahue
1: maybe people don't know who donahue is
0: i don't know this will be a good like like test is to divide like the audience as we i know listening. who donahue is i know is. we do um donahue was phil donahue obviously a uh a well-known talk Very show host he
1: popular talk show he um preceded Jerry Springer and Oprah like, and Oprah by quite a bit I mean he was the talk show king. Right.
0: I know Oprah came in like shortly thereafter and they competed for a while, but yeah, he I mean, was he
1: was the original
0: right at least of that modern format, yeah, Um and
1: there'd be some crazy stuff that happened on Donahue, and I know my grandma um. Had to tune in every day.
0: Oh, my grandma watched it, too. All of those. And Oprah and The Lot. Yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael. Yeah. Yeah, all All of those.
1: Donahue was before all of them, as far as I remember.
0: And then there was one other one that you said that you didn't remember, that you didn't know. Yeah,
1: she said something. Jennifer said something about...
0: Napoleon invading Russia. Yeah. So, at the beginning, I don't remember the context of it in the show, but... um, for those that aren't familiar with their history books, when Napoleon, you know, was taking over the world, basically, the place that he was held off at was when he tried to invade Russia. And no, his, didn't he didn't remember. realize, you know, they were going into this cold area that, you know, the Russians are used to, and they come out and, like, destroy him, right? Right. And later on, Hitler, when he was taking over the world and doing all his stuff, where was he held back? When he went to invade Russia and the Russian troops held him back.
1: Yeah. Smart. But this
0: is why I mentioned it, and it's important. In The Princess Bride, when Vicini says the most famous is never get involved in a land war, war in Asia, war Asia, that's what he's talking about.
1: Oh. So
0: there you go, Princess Bride. It all ties back.
1: I forgot Russia's is a part of Asia.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. A little history lesson for you.
1: Well, thank you, smarty pants. Sha-la-la-la.
0: All right, Janelle, you, uh, you said now that you had a quote, your favorite quote of the episode, so let's get it now, the quote of the ep.
1: All right, here's one that I just thought was so hilarious. Okay. I'm your wife, not your equipment manager.
0: <laughs> Sha-la-la-la.
1: Yes, and... Um, that was said by the wife of ron i can't even remember the her name the wife of ron Sha-la-la-la.
0: all right well we've come to the end here we uh we need to talk about the moral of the story what's the moral of this episode janelle
1: well i wrote it down
0: what what do you got
1: okay so i have two okay okay don't let your little big sister oh wait
0: Well, it is little big, because he's older, but she's taller. Oh, right, right. That's That's what I
1: mean. Don't let your little big sister hang out with creeps. That's
0: a good one. Good one.
1: And secondly was don't compete with your friends you met on your honeymoon.
0: Those are two good morals. I I took a little bit different angle. I wasn't as serious as you. But I said, if a guy tries to sexually assault your sister and then mentions he's going to visit two other girls, it's totally okay to do nothing about it.
1: Oh right. Yeah. That's right. what I
0: learned. That's what they demonstrated in it. I,
1: I love that you see the um totally obvious problems <laughs> with <laughs> the moral. But well you
0: um, know what they were trying to get across, but they don't like really think about the that's how it it, further back implications. Back yes.
1: it's, it's still it's still totally acceptable.
0: It is sort <laughs> of a, a, a prescient subject for yeah. today.
1: Yeah.
0: That's all we'll say about that. Yeah. Um, Let's
1: not get too, too much into that. Sha-la-la-la.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me um, as my guest host, Janelle.
1: You're so welcome, husband.
0: Real quick, you want to uh, give us some plugs? Tell us about uh, where we can find you on the World Wide Web.
1: Well, um, I am on philandjanelle.com where um, you will see our show, The Mandarin Orange Show. I also write a travel blog called My Vacation Pants. You can check that out at myvacationpants.com. Um, and that's me.
0: There's a lot of links on philandjanelle.com, too. So yeah, if you, you want to check other of your out stuff. if you're
1: just dying to know more. Yeah.
0: Uh, as far as our show goes, um, you can find us on Facebook. Just look up Alex P. Keaton is my friend, and you should be able to find that with ease. You can like our page, keep up to date on all our updates, and also go to alexpkeatonismyfriend.com. Well, thank you for joining us again, dear listeners, uh, to episode two. Please join us next time for another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. Without us what would we do
1: baby without us and there ain't no nothing we can love each other through and what would we do baby without us Sha-la-la-la.
0: This podcast is a part of the Benview Network
1: you can find this and other podcasts like it at bendu.network.com.